Real Fit Radio with B and J.L.O.U. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Feel what you need to feel and then let it go. Do not let it consume you. Demon. Like D-E-M-O-N? D-H-I-M-A-N. I thought you said demon like a demon. No, no. D-H-I-M-A-N. Demon or uh, demon. Oh, it's an H in there too? D-H-I-M-A-N. That's an unusual spelling. Okay. So shake it off and keep moving, huh? Yep. It seems like that's a story of my life. Listening to stuff and letting it go. Ten seconds. So we're back and we're in the process of getting this editing thing down. And my goodness, you guys, my hat is off to editors. I don't know how they do it. I'm not even scratching the surface, I'm sure. So somebody might laugh. I just edited my own vocals this last podcast. And Lou, applause to him. He was editing both of our vocals. After he would edit the podcast, we would do a snippet. So he would come back and I'm just like, oh my goodness, you were doing both sets of vocals and coming back. I need a break. And it seems like the time flies so fast. As soon as we upload on Monday, we're back to recording on Wednesday. It's like there's no break in between. So I've always shown my appreciation to him for taking on that task. And even now, having done it, I have more of an appreciation for it because I can't even imagine finishing my vocals and then going to his. But my goodness, this editing thing is uh, it's no joke. I know why editors get paid the big bucks. Well, bigger productions for its visual content or even podcasting where it's done more than one time a week. I'm pretty sure they have a bigger team than we do. I don't necessarily think they go through the same thing that YouTubers or people who are trying to grow their podcast, such as ourselves, where they're having to do everything like we do. Still a tedious job, nevertheless. Shout out to all the editors in whatever capacity. God bless your souls. <laughs> it's a lot. And if you're creating and then editing as well, and you don't have a team, like you said, keep up the good work, you editors. Nevertheless, we are back and better. And uh, we'll just go from there. Not one specific thing that we are talking about. So this is a, a deep dive. Relationships. Are we in a relationship? Are you in a relationship? I think sometimes there's a title without the work or the effort being put forth. How people have these facades. There are no requirements or you're doing the bare minimum. I'm hearing about it. I'm seeing it. And it's crazy to me. These are really not relationships. Like this is an arrangement. What is going on here? You're not putting forth the effort of a friend, a husband, partner, a parent, but you have the title. What do you think, Lou? The interesting thing about that is there's the definition in the Webster Dictionary where they define what a relationship consists of. And then you have people's perceptions of what a relationship is. If we're talking about myself, I definitely feel like there is some effort that's needed on both sides. If one person is doing more than the other, then it's not really a relationship. It's just more or less like, oh, I'm using you for something that you're good at. And when you're done, we're done. As opposed to we're trying to grow what we have in terms of like me getting to know you, you getting to know me. 
whatever that relationship is, honestly, there are different types of relationships. You have business relationships, you have friendship relationships, and then marriage or girlfriend, boyfriend. I would think that you have a little bit of both friendship and relationships. That's the one that can be the most confusing because a girlfriend or a wife should be your friend as well. So there's really not a difference between a friendship and a relationship with my spouse. Outside of the intimate part, I'm dealing with you in the same capacity. If you piss me off and I piss you off, then we try to rectify the situation because the friendship is more important than the anger or the argument itself. But if I really don't care about what you have going on in your head after the dispute, then there is no relationship. You're not trying to keep anything going. It's like, I don't care how you feel. People who are in relationships care about the other person's feelings as well as them looking out for one another. There is a lot of people that's running around possibly saying that they have these relationships when they're really not relationships. It's the word that I guess I don't know who came up with it, Facebook, Twitter, whoever, but the word situationship. It's a lot of situationships going on as opposed to relationships because situationships, it's exactly what it is, a situation. Whatever you guys are meeting up for, that's exactly what it is. I don't have to go any further than what we're meeting up for. And once we're done with that, we're done. It's kind of like if you have a, a issue with your home, you call up the specific person for the issue you have with your home. They come in, they take care of the job, they leave. You ain't got to build no relationship there. Now, if you're choosing to do more than that, where it's like if I'm the person that's coming in and I want to build my clientele, I would try to build a business relationship there where anytime something that is happening in the household that's in my expertise I would hope that you call me and not go somewhere else. So, yeah, I would try to build a relationship. So in each situation, you can create a relationship, but it's solely up to the people. But like I said, people are getting situationships mixed up with relationships because one person may be possibly giving all the effort and the other person not. Or maybe there's no effort on either side and they just call it a relationship because they really don't know what it is. I like that you brought up that different relationships require different things. You know, it's not going to be the same for, you know, different people, a different marriage, a different business relationship, whether it's your teammates, different parenting. That was a good point to bring up. But what do you think constitutes a good relationship at its core? I think that across the board, there's some things that are needed to have a good relationship. Are there some things that you feel like no matter what it is in business, parenting, marriage, friendship, all those different types of relationships at the core, you have these fundamentals, you have these things that make it good. Yeah, I believe that there are some core things. One being that each individual in that relationship has some kind of commonality or they have a like mind in terms of what they want to achieve together. And then communication, chemistry, those are the core things for me. Depending on the people, but for me, it's spirituality, communication and chemistry or those core things. I mean, everything else kind of fall that I possibly could name after that could fall in one of those categories. I may be missing some. You may add maybe one or two to those or maybe more than that. But those are ones I have. 
I don't even think it's a matter of missing it. I think it goes back to what you said. Everybody requires different things. But for me at the core, I think that what I would need to find in my relationship business wise as a parent, as a wife or being somebody's partner in friendship, respect is what I need in every one of those as a core value for any of those to thrive, for it to be a good relationship. Because at the end of the day, if our communication is off and there's a mutual respect we have for each other, we're going to have to come to some sort of understanding, agree to disagree, but I still respect you. Parenting, you know, I may not agree with my husband or my partner on what's going on or their views or how we're handling something. But at the end of the day, we're going to have to figure it out. And there's a mutual respect. Oh, yeah, I forgot about integrity. Yeah. Which is something we talked about a week or so ago. Mm-hmm. Actually, two weeks ago. So, yeah, that is one that I was missing. Well, I don't think you're missing it. I think these are things when you begin to think about it and we're having this conversation, you start to kind of explore these different things that may be missing or that are like definitely needed. And that's what takes me back to people are in these things, but I don't think they're relationships because they don't have some of this stuff. And even if they didn't want it, you have to have respect. Even if I were to talk to someone and they said, well, I don't need that in my marriage or I don't need, you know, for my my husband to communicate with me in regards to this. That doesn't work for me. That doesn't have to be in my relationship. But respect, I believe it has to be in in every one of those, because when you don't respect somebody, there's a lot of other stuff that can come into play. When you lack respect in business, you can make some moves and the person is like, hey, we didn't have this discussion or why wasn't I, you know, brought up to speed on this? And it's like, why why did you need to be brought up to speed? Uh, I just wanted to know I wasn't going to go against what you decided because I actually like it, but I'd like to be in a loop for what? You know, that that right there is just blatant disrespect. I don't even think that goes down to communicating because if they said, oh, I forgot to, you know, tell you about it or that that was that was one of the things everything was moving so fast and it's communicated that it wasn't a blatant disrespect. It was I didn't do it my bad. You blatantly are disrespecting me and letting me know I wasn't a part of that process. When you respect somebody, you create a space to hear what they have to say. You give them the floor to communicate how they feel. Their thoughts are taken into consideration before you make a move. Actually, you welcome it because you want their feedback, their opinion, whether you agree or you don't. You're going to bring all that to the forefront when you make a decision. If the decision is solely yours to make. Sometimes I feel like there are times where we bend the rules too much on things that shouldn't be bent. And what I mean by that, when you ask me what are the core things in a relationship, is really not too much wiggle room in there to change up what my perception is. I understand everybody demands or desire different things, but when you're talking about relationship requirements, I don't think that it's too much of a difference, no matter what you desire in your relationship, because when you peel back all the layers, the core values are pretty much the same. It's kind of like an artist saying the same thing, just in a different way. Somebody may be like, oh, I'm burning rubber. Somebody else may say I'm peeling out. It's the same terminology. I mean, it's a different way of describing the same thing. So if you ask somebody, well, what do you want in your relationship? They may use every word except for respect and communication. But when you really peel back everything, it's the same thing. So I think some of the error lies in 
changing the definition of what it really is. Mm -hmm. You can't do that with some things. No matter what you say, it's like, oh, well, this is my perception of it. Yeah, that's your perception, but sometimes it ain't perception. Sometimes it is a right and wrong factor. It's only so many ways you can describe what a relationship requires. You can go anywhere in the world, and I feel like the core is still the core. It's very interesting to see what some of this stuff has come to. And that's based on my definition of a good relationship. I like that commercial you showed me today, too. Oh, yeah. Talking about the commercial regarding to you can do anything you want with these hands. Beautiful. Who was the football player? I'm not familiar with the gentleman, but give me a second. Ladies and gents, I'm going to look him up because he deserves that respect. It just came through random passing. I was on Twitter today. A gentleman named Andrew Hawkins, and if I'm not mistaken, he plays for the Cleveland Browns. But yeah, he shot a commercial. He and his son, his son was running some routes. And as he was coming back talking to his dad, some guys, I guess they were like recruiters or something like that. And they were saying, oh, yeah, you're really talented. Keep that up. Those hands are going to take you places. And, you know, so the son was like, yeah, they're going to take me places. I'm going to go pro. So cut a long story short, his dad ended up telling him, like, go for another pass. And then in that pass, he described where his hands could take him. And now a quick moment from our sponsor, Journey of a Legend. You. Yeah, you. What's your passion? Purpose. Every day you try, you succeed. The time is now. Journey of a Legend. It starts with you. If you want to learn more or purchase merchandise, go to www.journeyofalegend.com. And it was these different things where it was showing uh, a doctor, a painter, astronaut just these different career paths that was outside of sports for football for this particular commercial but in my opinion i think it was kind of like the whole black men and sports and entertainment like we're always trying to do that and the thing is we're never shown other opportunities outside of entertainment and this commercial showed many opportunities that had nothing to do with sports and that's what he was telling his son like you can do anything with these hands that you set your mind to and i thought that was really dope because we do need to know that we can be accountants lawyers doctors presidents we don't all have to be in the realm of entertainment and the more we see people of color in these different lights and also seen not just on commercials, but maybe Instagram or wherever, the more the younger people will be like, hey, I want to be that. Or, dang, I never thought I'd be interested in something like carpentry, but I am. I love it. But if you don't see it and all you see is people going to the league or people rapping or singing or whatnot or acting instantly as a young person you think that's the only way you can make money and that's your way out so it was a really cool commercial and i feel like that was something you know that should be done a lot more to even put a visual together like that i hope that you guys will look it up just based on the information that he gave you it was just really beautiful to see 
I thought it was really unique. When you oversaturate a person's mind or a particular group with this is where you, you make the big bucks. What other opportunities do you think are available to you, especially if nobody's telling you or you don't see it? And what's messed up is they leave out how many people actually can go pro or how many people actually get some play time, barring injury. That can be a short lived career. Yeah, no, just to even put that more in perspective, there is only, if I'm not mistaken, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong if you're basketball fans, but there's only 12 people or 13 people max on that roster. Then you have, I think, some reserves that's on a squad that don't even travel with the team. And then out of those 12 men, you may have two or three that are actually getting paid millions of dollars. And then the rest of the group is getting paid pretty decent, but nowhere near what those two or three guys on that roster of a 13-man roster is getting paid. And there's only 300 people or maybe roughly between 300 and 330 athletes overall that are in the NBA. So 330 people in the NBA, but you have millions and millions of people, not just in America anymore, but from other countries now that's trying to enter the NBA. So I'm not saying that you can't do it. You just don't want to limit yourself to the point where that's the only thing you think that can get you the financial freedom that you're looking for. I mean, I can talk about football, too, but I won't do that because I think the description that I just gave you with the NBA should suffice. How hard or how small the pool is for what they portray and what it really is. So, yeah, (laughs) doctor, it doesn't sound so bad. I mean, it's a whole bunch of doctors out there, but. (laughs) the chances of me and I don't want to say this again like you can't do it but opening up a practice and becoming a multi-million dollar man there or six-figure man over there it almost I don't want to say that it's easier but you can give yourself another path it's a really touchy way of saying this because I don't want anybody thinking that I'm saying don't go for what you believe you should be going for I just don't want you in your mind thinking that's the only way out and i can leave it at that but man that that commercial you guys you gotta see it at one point when he said you can own a team Mm -hmm. and he showed him with the super bowl ring on and all the stuff dropping from the sky the interesting thing about it is it doesn't matter what industry you're talking about the person that does the least work usually gets paid the most take a second and think about that at your job, wherever you're working at. That's why we preach ownership and things of that nature. Because when you go to your job, you're like the backbone. You're making that company work. And they'll have the convention and they'll tell you, like, without you, there is no blase, blase company. And they're absolutely right. But you're getting paid what you're getting paid. And you're probably frustrated about it. And meanwhile, then bore bore somewhere kicking back and looking at the numbers of their company under a tent somewhere, drinking a Mai Tai or some shit. And it's like, how much work did they really have to do? Now, I'm not saying that there's not work required there, but damn it, whatever work they're doing, they're getting paid super handsome for it or handsomely for it while you are having to put all these man hours in 
and stressing out and stuff like that. So just a tidbit for you in every company, I feel that, yeah, the person who works the least gets paid the most. That's like that snippet that I sent you where the guy said they pay you for your time and then they have more time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I'm going to pay you. So you have all these employees and you just freed up all this time for you. And not that they still don't have a job to do because running a company, let's make no qualms about it. It's not an easy task, but I might be able to do that. From Bora Bora, I take a couple of conference calls and then once I'm finished, I can go out and put my feet in the sand and have a drink or, you know, and enjoy my family, whatever it is. It just looks different when I have to go into an office and log in and I'm sitting at a cubicle or my desk dealing with other employees and, you know, or monitoring or overseeing this whole group of people and then you have HR and all that. And it's like, oh, I have all these responsibilities, but you you might not be able to do that from Bora Bora or Maui, you know, or wherever. So, yeah, that 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 right there, that hits different. Oh, yeah. The person that's usually doing the least is making more money. I mean, unless you got a co-worker that ain't doing shit next to you, <laughs> and then I'll feel you. But think about this. They get fired at some point. <laughs> Interesting tidbit. So our podcast from last week was Vagina Porn Penis Talk. We upload to YouTube and then to the other platforms for podcasts. But we put it on YouTube as well because we know a lot of people watch stuff on YouTube. We uploaded that yesterday and it had 86 views. And one day we knew it was because of the Vagina Porn Penis Talk title. Didn't advertise it, nothing. People are just nasty. <laughs> They're just clicking. What are they talking about? Vagina porn penis. What is it? What is it? What are they going to say? It was just interesting to see that title get that many clicks in that short period of time. I literally came in and was talking to you when I came back from class yesterday about acting and how the gentleman was saying that his peer, uh, who he looks at as his younger brother, He's an actor, too, but how he was getting all his views and stuff like that. Young kid has over nine million followers on TikTok and all this stuff. And it has nothing to do with acting. It has everything to do with him doing like a dance called the Woe. And he does it to different songs. And that's what got all the followers and on other platforms as well. And the question that was posed to me by the gentleman was, it almost make me feel like, damn, should I should I do what he's doing or, you know, should I keep doing what I'm doing over here? Like, because I'm confused because that right there and he's like, I'm not condemning the guy, you know, whatever works. And, you know, I'm happy for him. It's just confusing to me. Like, that's the way that people are, you know, coming over there and viewing you, not because of what you say you do or what you do, but because of that entity over there. So I'm bringing that back over to the post of the podcast that we dropped pertaining to porn, penis and vaginas. (laughs) The fact that that many people gravitated to that, you know, and we've been posting consistently and putting up podcasts for the last year every Monday and never got that many views so quickly in one setting. And like you said, it has everything to do with that particular segment. It's almost like, oh, cool. But it's kind of disheartening, too. 
because it's almost like, is that the way we have to go in order to get your attention? So all the stuff about leadership, good relation, good relation, <laughs> good relationships, uh, accountability, et cetera, et cetera. Anything that has anything to do with growth is like, eh, I'll look at that later. But you talk about vagina, penis and porn. I'm going to click that because I need to know what they talking about. Like that's, you know, it's just kind of interesting. That's the word I want to use. Well, that's why I chuckled and said, keep up the good work. And that's why it's also important for you to know what your purpose is, to fulfill it, or just do what you're passionate about. Because I don't care if nobody listens. It's there. It's like planting a seed and I'm not interrupting the growth. I'm not worried about, nor do I control the sun and the rain. That's where my faith comes into play. Whoever's supposed to hear it is going to hear it. If it reaches one person, it may sit there forever. And all of a sudden, seven years from now, that one particular segment or all of them, one person finds one and then it's like another one and they tell somebody. I just believe it works the way it's supposed to work when you do your part. Our part is planting the seed. The podcast is the seed. I can't do anything but laugh <laughs> and say, keep up the good work. Vagina porn penis talk, huh? That's what you wanted to click. And you know they had to stop listening because it wasn't what they came for. Because you guys know how we get down. The people that have been avid listeners, you know, it's going to be a takeaway. Aha moments. We're hoping you're enlightened by what we're saying or some conversation starters, all that good stuff. So they probably clicked on and clicked right off. Like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. You know, I'm the guy that looks at the analytics and stuff. So the view time was not very long on it, which is fine. I'm with you. Those who get it and want it and desire it will get it because it's there. And those who don't, you know, well, it wasn't for you in the first place. But yeah, they clicked on it. They probably was thinking it was going to be very raunchy and it wasn't. I think it was a really good talk pertaining to something that's very relevant in this loose society. <laughs> but but um, but yeah, overall, that was a joke. But overall, I think it was some good gems as usual. And it wasn't their cup of tea and they just kind of went on about their way. But it's probably a few people that stayed to listen. Hey, to each his own. If you want to keep this conversation going, if you have any questions, concerns, suggested topics, you can shoot us an email, realfitradio at gmail.com. Our podcast drops every Monday. You can catch a snippet of our latest one on our Instagram at realfitradio. If you're not following us, you definitely should be. As always, we hope this inspired, impacted, or empowered someone. Until next time.